Hi everyone and welcome to the Final Whistle podcast from Southampton FC. I'm Steve Forbes and we're back again for post-match reaction to Southampton's one-all draw against Arsenal. Joining us is the return of Dean Hammond and Adam Leach. Uh, Dean, is that a point gained or two dropped? No, I'm going to go for a, a point gained. Um, we've got to remember and understand that obviously we're playing against Arsenal at the Emirates um, and we've dominated the game. The performance first half was very patient, um, fully in control, scored an excellent goal um, and Arsenal scored a good goal as well. So no, I'm going to go, it's a, it's a, a point gained, it's a point to the tally. Um, Southampton are on um, excellent position in the league, so a really, really good start to the season. So definitely a point gained. Great stuff. And Adam, good to have you back. Do you, do you think the red card encouraged Arsenal to maybe sit back a bit and ultimately just play the game out? Yeah, I think the red card kind of was a big turning point in the game. It's, it's difficult to say. I mean, maybe uh, maybe Arsenal would have been encouraged had they not got the red card and they would have pushed on a bit more. Um, and that, that could have been a good thing or it could have been a bad thing for Saints. Um, obviously, it changed the game in, in the sense that Arsenal suddenly looked like they'd be happy to settle for a point or at least uh, try and protect their point and then just see if there was anything they could get a break on the counter-attack or anything like that or a set piece to to get the win. Uh, and the pressure was all on Saints then to kind of try and force the win. Uh, they were patient. There were some moments of anxiety as well as they, as they struggled to kind of create clear-cut chances to get the goal. Um, but in the end... As Dean said, you, you have to come away and look at the wider context and say, disappointed to get only a point at the Emirates is a massive uh, statement, really, of where Saints are this season. And, and and in the greater scheme of things, you can only really be happy that, that that's the attitude coming away from the game. Yeah, well, before we get into today's draw in a little bit more detail, here's how the game panned out, courtesy of BBC Radio Solent. And then Vestergaard tries to go into feet to Shea Adams and he's got it in somehow behind holding. And then Adams has fed Walcott. Walcott's in the penalty area. Chips it past Leno and Theo Walcott scores against his old club. And Walcott has a second Saints goal. And then Saka gets it and then Walcott's barges into Saka. Skip past two, three tackles. Looking for a one-two. Should be one-one. And Aubameyang does have a goal from open play finally. It's a lovely move from Arsenal. Saka did all the graft down the left, skipped past too many tackles. Saints have it at the back with Alex McCarthy. Clears up to halfway again. This time it's Walcott who gets on the wrong side of Gabriel and turns him. And he's just been booked. He could be off here, the Brazilian. That's the first yellow. Out comes the second card. There's the red card. Walker Peters is drifting in field. Has to go back midway inside the Arsenal to Romeo. Chips it over the top. It's a great run. He's hit the crossbar, Redmond. Oh, he got there as well. I mean, come back on the pitch on Sunday and scoring, he came so close. Saka's about 10, 15 yards from the halfway line on this left-hand side. He puts it into the penalty area, and it's a free header, oh. and it hits the crossbar, comes back out towards Aubameyang, blocked by Ward-Prowse, and Arsenal did nearly steal it at the death. Uh, gentlemen, uh, did you enjoy the game? Adam, let's come to you first. Um, what did you make of it uh, overall? Yeah, I mean, it was a... Decent game without being a classic. I think uh, you come away if you're Saints a bit disappointed, um, only getting a point from from the match. Um, but I also feel like in the wider context, that's a sign of how far Saints have come. They come away from Arsenal now uh, a little bit gutted that they only got a point. There were opportunities there for more. I mean, they played, I thought they played fantastically for, for most of the first half, certainly for half an hour of the first half. They were by far the better team. Second half, I'm not quite sure exactly what happened, but they, they just didn't come out 
particularly fast at the start of the second half, um, allowed Arsenal to grow into the game a little bit. But then once Arsenal went down to 10 men and, and Saints had half an hour against uh, a 10-man Arsenal, you really felt the tide would turn, Saints would eventually get a goal and um, and finally get that win, league win at Arsenal for the first time in a long time. Uh, but unfortunately, it just wasn't quite to be. The, the Ralph made a couple of changes. The Redmond one, I think Redmond did well. The Gineppo one just didn't really work, unfortunately. Gineppo just did, didn't come on and have much of an impact. And in the end, as I say, disappointing to only get a point, but you have to you have to hold your hands up and say, if you're at a point now where you're really disappointed getting a point at Arsenal, then things are going pretty well. Yeah, I mean, there was a, a lot of positivity before the game, a lot of people expecting a win. But, but Dean, are you, are you satisfied with a point away at Arsenal? Yeah, like like Adam said, if you go to Arsenal, if you go to the Emirates and you get a point, then it's a, it's an excellent result. There will be some frustration because obviously they Southampton were in the lead and in full control and and first half were, were excellent. If if honest, they for like Adam mentioned for half an hour they embarrassed Arsenal. You know, with the ball, um, they kept possession. They were allowing players. To, they were sucking Arsenal players in just to play around them. It was it was a joy to watch, to be honest. In terms of possession, uh, possession football, it wasn't. You know, there wasn't many clear cut chances. Um, an excellent uh, goal from Theo Walcott, which was a good pass from um, from Shay Adams. So that was good to see. And then, uh, like Adam mentioned there, I think it just didn't come out second half for the first ten minutes. And it, in all honesty, I've been there as a player. You kind of unconsciously just think it's too easy. You kind of relax and think, you know, we're in full control here. Arsenal are not going to get back into the game. We're going to win one, two, three, nil, and this will be a comfortable three points for us. And Arsenal just stepped up a little gear for that 15 minutes and got a goal at the right time. And then obviously with the sending off, it just changes. So there will be some frustration, but first half, you know, uh, Southampton were brilliant. Really, really good. Patient, controlled build-up, scored an excellent goal. There will just be that little disappointment that they could have potentially won the game. Yeah, well, you mentioned it there, Dean. The slight fairy tale script was written. Adam, it had to be Theo, didn't it? Yeah, absolutely perfect, Steve. Perfect, really. Um, and and a really great finish as well. I think that's one thing. If you were going to be ultra critical about Theo's career, um, which I think is a great career, so I'm not seeking to do that really. But I mean, if you were, you would say he probably hasn't scored as many goals as he should have done. Uh, because when he's got into those sort of positions, he probably hasn't put as, put as many away as he should. Perhaps occasionally a bit of a lack of composure, but but not there. I mean, that is clinical stuff. I mean, it was a really great uh, build-up. Theo's through. Great finish. And, uh, yeah, he definitely looked like he enjoyed it as well. I think, uh, yeah, maybe a little bit of frustration there for his, the way his time at Arsenal kind of finished came out in that celebration because he, he wasn't holding back but it was a great moment for him and a, and a great moment for Saints as well. Yeah definitely and Dean you mentioned uh, previously about um, the pass from Shea Adams we talked in the pre-match show about his qualities was that a perfect example of those? It certainly was you know a really really good assist from Shea he came short for the ball got a little bit lucky with a, a ricochet but um, he, he earned his luck for, by trying to come into that position and being brave and getting on the ball and just a really, really good pass, a really well-weighted pass as well. Um, so an excellent assist for Shane. I think he held the ball up very well tonight. He uses his body so well. He's getting stronger all the time. So, you know, he had an effect in that first half. And uh, it's brilliant to be able to 
in this first, first half, Southampton were going long sometimes. And for him to be able to hold the ball up and then the other players to catch up and join in is such a, a positive and such a quality of his. Um, so a really, really good pass for Theo. And like, like Adam said, a, a really, really good finish um, from Theo. Yeah, also, as Adam said, he didn't hold back on the celebrations. Uh, Dean, that's something you know a little bit about, right? Against your former club? <laughs> I was waiting for that to come up, I must admit. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's... Uh, Look, it's, it's an emotional game. It's a reaction. And Theo probably, it just happened. I, I don't think he would have planned it. I don't think he'd be thinking if I score, I'm going to over-celebrate. He's just enjoying scoring goals again. And to be honest, first half, I thought Theo was fantastic. Not just with the ball, but without the ball. He had lots of energy. He looks like he's born again. He looks like he's happy. He's fit and strong. And he just, I think he's enjoying playing for Southampton. So why not allow him to celebrate? Look, there's no fans in the ground. He's not going to annoy anyone. Yes, there potentially be a reaction on social media and things like that. But no, a really, really good finish. And um, I'm really enjoying watching Theo play at the moment. Yeah, well, we're having some reaction on the socials from fans who are getting in touch with us. Uh, Luis Felipe Dos Santos says 15 minutes to the second half cost us all three points. Disappointing, but still a great performance from the Saints. Also, Martin Lovell says a point at Arsenal before the game. Yes, please. He was taking that one. Uh, and Dale Yarny says probably a fair result in the end. Uh, second half seemed to be a bit relaxed, but the, unbe- the unbeaten run keeps going. Exactly. Um, as we mentioned, it wasn't all three points. Um, Arsenal did get that equaliser. Adam, w- was there any fault from Southampton there? Uh, yes, but it was more collective. I don't think you would single out anybody in particular. I mean, you. I mean, Arsenal did, did well and they were they were on top in that period. You can't really argue that kind of, you, you sort of felt that a goal could come for them in that stage of the game. Um but when Saka's obviously, he's gone past three Saints players and as soon as you see somebody sort of bounce through three players, your automatic reaction is somebody should have got the ball brought him down at that stage. Um, then Aubameyang's obviously sort of ghosted off of the centre-halves, which is again a little bit disappointing um, to see him in such space that he can bring the ball down and finish. But also you have to hold your hands up sometimes and say, Arsenal have got really good players and... Yeah, they haven't been playing well, but Saka and Aubameyang, they're two top quality players and, and you know, they're going to create stuff. They're going to have moments and, a, again, a clinical finish there that, that kind of costs Saints in the end. So I think that, that Ralph will look at that and there will be things that he'll be talking to them about. But I don't think there's uh, any need to get too carried away. It wasn't like somebody... Uh, messed up badly in the way that uh, Gabriel did with that crazy uh, second yellow card. So I don't think there'll be too much finger pointing from Saints. Yeah, of course, you mentioned Saka's run. Dean, is that maybe where a professional foul should have been made? And and how do you think Saints responded after conceding that goal? Yeah, I think it's a situation where maybe when he's gone one past one player, then to the third one, he needs to be brought down. That's just where it's kind of like you say, it's an intelligent foul, it's a professional foul. It's, especially when it's near the box in a dangerous area. On the halfway line, no, you just have to let him go past you and recover. But near the box, when it's dangerous, you need to bring the player down or at least make contact with him to knock him off balance and take him out of his flow. So, yeah, there's a disappointment there. But you have to give credit to Arsenal. A really, really good run and a really good finish. And I thought Southampton reacted okay to the goal, to be honest. It was the thing that they needed. Um, It kind of gave them an extra a bit of a wake up, a bit of awareness that they're back in the game now and this isn't going to be easy and they need to kind of wake up a little bit. And they did. They responded well. The sending off obviously then had an effect on the game and Southampton had lots of possession. 
but they move the ball pretty well, getting the ball wide, trying to find gaps. And one thing I'd say and give credit to Arsenal today, even in the first half, they defended pretty well. They didn't give Southampton too many opportunities. Southampton passed the ball very, very well and moved the ball well, but there was no really clear-cut chances. So they looked like Arteta had worked on their shape in training uh, and really drilled them. Um, but no, Southampton reacted pretty well. Um, and I think they probably should have maybe deserved to go on and win it. Yeah, well, Adam, you mentioned about the silly Gabriel red card. I mean, that was nowhere near the box to be classed as an intelligent foul. Um, do you think it dramatically sort of changed the game after that? Yeah, it did. I guess these little moments do change games. And when Dean was saying there about Saka going past one, going past two, maybe the third man brings him down. The third man was Oriol Romeu, uh, which makes it almost miraculous that he wasn't brought down because in those situations... <laughs> Well, Romeo, like I'm not, I'm not saying that as a slight. Romeo's superb at you know knowing the right time to bring a player down, take your yellow card, walk away. Great moment. So it was a real surprise, really, when you look back that that, that wasn't what occurred. But then Gabriel, uh, I mean, yeah, if you're if you're Arteta and you're struggling like they are, you're just. I mean, we said beforehand, it's there, there's ill discipline at Arsenal, clearly at the moment and that was a great example of it i mean just totally needless stupid thing to do just no point in in committing that foul when you're on a yellow card there's only one way that's going to end and yeah i mean he was trudging off throwing his arms around like it was some great big surprise i mean how could you be surprised you're you're going for that when you're already on a yellow card and yeah i mean it, it obviously it changed the game in the Arsenal really were then kind of setting their stall out for a point and then see if there was maybe something for them in a counter-attack or a set piece, but they didn't have masses of ambition from that stage. And then it's a, a weird thing is you kind of, there was a lot of expectation on Saints and, and even though they did all right, I think that maybe weighed on them a little bit. You could almost sense somewhere around sort of between 75 and 80 minutes when they hadn't scored Saints, there was almost a sense of a, perhaps a small amount of panic, a bit of anxiety maybe that they felt like this is a great chance. Come on, we this is our chance to beat them. And, and kind of they got a few moments and a couple with Gineppo as well. And it just kind of was all a bit heavy touches and overrunning the ball and things like that. And it just didn't quite didn't quite happen for them in, in those moments. But but even so, a good point. Um, Dean, Saints could have potentially gone 2-1 up with Redmond hitting the bar. What did you make of that chance? Yeah, a really good chance. Um, it was a really good move, actually. Um, Southampton were very, very patient within that last 25 minutes, having to move the ball uh, from side to side, switch in play, um, trying not to force it. And it was just an excellent pass by Ramiro, you know, with his left foot as well, um, just to drift it over the top, perfectly weighted pass for, for Redmond's really, really good run. He ran across the line and kind of curved his run uh, and delayed his run. And if anything, he got too good a contact on it. If he'd scuffed it and kind of touched it a little bit less, it probably would have gone in. So now a really good opportunity, but not an easy opportunity because he's stretching, uh, but a good move. And they were the kind of, like Adam mentioned there, the kind of moments that Southampton had second half, where they were getting into good areas, good situation. They couldn't quite find that final pass or the final delivery or the final shot. Um, but that was a good opportunity and a good play by Southampton and just unfortunate. Yeah, uh, Adam, as the fans have said, in the grand scheme of things, they would have, they're happy with the point. Um, how, how do you make, or what do you make of that point in the, in the wider scheme of things going into future fixtures now? Yeah, I mean, you, you sometimes you've just got to pack up when you're on the road, pack up the coach, get on it, 
go home with a point and just say, okay, fine, we've got a point. At the end of the day, they haven't come away losing that game. Um, obviously, Arsenal hit the bar late on. They might have lost that game, but they've come away with a point. Yes, as we said, it's a little bit disappointing. It feels a little bit underwhelming in some ways, but it's still a point on the board. It's a, it's another step in the right direction, if you like. So, uh, yeah, I mean, they're not they're not going to win every game this season, obviously. Uh, but every game that you don't win, if you can still take something, then you're doing really well. You are, you have, you're, you are doing very well. So better to be disappointed coming away with a point than disappointed coming away having lost a game. So I think that's a, a mark of where Saints have come. And in the wider context, it's still Arsenal. And they, they've still got top quality players, as we saw with that moment where they produced their goal. And they're going to do that to teams. Arsenal are not going to finish the season in 15th. They're going to, they are going to rally at some stage. They're going to beat a lot of teams still because they've got good players. So Saints have gone there. Yes, chances to win. Um, but with, with all due respect, even with Saints going, you know, potentially going top of the table tonight, let's be honest, we're not classing Saints at this stage as a team who are genuinely trying to win the Premier League title here. So still coming away from, from that game with a point is really good. If you were Liverpool and your genuine like ambition is to win the league, then you might be a bit more gutted. But for Saints, this is still great. This is still a great season. And I think we always we have to keep that in mind when we look at the context of the result. Yeah, of course. Um, Dean, I, I guess if you can't win it, just don't lose it, right? Exactly. And uh, it's a good point at, at the Emirates against Arsenal. And uh, another point to the tally that we spoke about before the game and how many points the... Um, the team would try and get before, you know, halfway through the season. So, look, Saints try to win it. That That's the main thing. They try to win the game. They put a really good, uh, diligent performance in. Um, you know, first half, they controlled the game. If you actually look at it and analyse the performance, apart from that 15 minutes at the beginning of the second half, you know, Southampton were the better team away at Arsenal. No matter what form Arsenal are in or, uh, or what position are in the league, they're still a good team with quality players, like they showed with the goal. So, if you, yeah, if you can't win the game, definitely don't lose it. And they almost did at the end with the, the Rob Holding header that hit the bar, and then that would have been really disappointing. But you're picking a point up at, at Arsenal. You do, if you analyse games in the blocks of three, they've gone away to Brighton and won. They've won at home against Sheffield United, and they've picked a point up against Arsenal. Three games ago, if you you said you're going to get seven points in their three games, I think the manager would have been pleased. So you have to look at it like that. Like Adam said, get back on the bus, get back to the training ground, recover uh, tomorrow, the next day, and then get ready for the game against Manchester City. Right, let's hear from Ralph Hasenhutl now. Here's what the Saints boss had to say after the game. Yeah, I'm not uh, not unhappy uh, because uh, last year we had a a draw, but I was more disappointed about because we had the chance to definitely win the game in the end, you concede a goal, and today it was also in the end, you can suddenly, when you concede the the 2-1, then you're looking and and you're really disappointed. So it's okay for me to take the point, I think we we did a a very good first half, uh, but it was clear that the opponent then in the second half uh, fights back and and, uh, they have so much quality that they can always score, and you saw that the equaliser was a good uh, situation from one player, we couldn't stop him. But, yeah, in the end, we, we take the point and it's important for us. Um, looking ahead, guys, Adam, we've got Man City next at home. What do, you, what do you rate the chances for Saints to get a result there? Yeah, I think that's a really tough game, actually. Um, I, I think there are, there are chances for Saints against Man City. I mean, 
the in a way the table's a bit deceptive because Man City have actually only won one more game than Arsenal have this season. Uh, so it's not as if Man City are on roaring form. I think five wins from 12 as we speak for them. That's not the kind of standards that they set for themselves. Is not, you know, winning less than one in two. Um, and that goes to show that they have vulnerabilities as well. And I think they do. They're sort of still settling into this season. And they're, they're a little bit inconsistent as well. You, you don't quite know what's going to turn up, whether it's going to be the real sort of free-flowing, attacking Man City who could, you know if you had a slightly bad day, you could easily score five against you or a sort of more stuttering Man City, a little bit more hesitant on the ball, lacking a bit of confidence uh, and definitely attackable in terms of their defence as well. So they're a little bit unpredictable at the moment. I think that they'll probably be smarting a bit as well at the moment. That that draw with West Brom was obviously not a, not a classic result for them. So I think it's a really hard game for Saints. Man City are absolutely packed full of quality. I think for me, that them and Liverpool are streets ahead in terms of the quality they've got in the depth of their squad. Um, there's a lot of changes that Guardiola can, can still make to his squad, uh, to his team and, and still field a great team of players. So it's going to be a really tough game for Saints. But I also think that Saints, I hope that they will, as we said with Arsenal before the game, they will kind of, I, I do hope they still will be attacking against Man City and they will play their game against Man City. I know that that's perhaps people will say that's a dangerous thing to do, but I just don't feel the way the Saints are. They're so confident in the way that they play. I think to try and change that, even against a big team with the great players like Man City, I feel like would be a mistake and, and would actually potentially open you up for, for a worse result. So I hope Saints see it for what it is. A great opportunity. They're in a great moment, Saints. Why not try and get a really memorable win against a big club? At least give them a real, real hard test. Let Man City know they've been in a proper game against a really good team. Um, and I think you do that if you're Ralph by sending out the best team you can to attack Man City and just see where you end up. And ultimately, if you end up on the wrong side of the result, you know what? You're still doing great. So, you know, you can still enjoy your Christmas dinner uh, and it doesn't matter. So, so that's what... I think the Saints should go for it still against Man City. I see no reason to to change tack, even though I completely appreciate it's a very difficult game. Yeah, it will be a difficult game. But City aren't ripping through teams like they have been maybe in previous seasons under Pep. They got a 1-1 draw against West Brom yesterday. Dean, is this is this actually a good time to be playing City? Uh, it's hard to tell, to be honest, Steve, because is there ever a good time to play Manchester <laughs> City? They're, they're, they're full of quality players. They really are. I mean, not just quality players, world-class players. And if they turn it on, if they combine well, then they're going to beat anyone in the world, really. So it's difficult. You're right. They're not playing the best at the moment. They're not as fluent as they, they normally are. Um, and they're not scoring goals. So they're not uh, a big threat but they could go to any team within the division and score four or five goals. So it's going to be a, a real test, um, but they're not the, you know, the best Man City team we, we, we've seen. They're not in the best form. Um, so why not? I agree with Adam. I don't think Southampton will change anything about the way they play. It's almost a bit of a free hit. You know, Southampton go and give them a really, really good game. If I was the players and the managers, the first, the first thing, I would just concentrate on the performance. Let's put a really, really good, strong performance against Manchester City, play how we play, and let's see where we end up. If we end up losing 3-2, brilliant. If we win 3-2, fantastic. So there'll definitely be opportunities. I think like the, the game last season, 
when Southampton won one nil and Shea scored that amazing goal, McCarthy's going to have to have a good game. The defence is going to have to have a good game. And then if Southampton get chances, they'll have to take them. So it should be a really, really good game. Well, that's it for today's podcast. Thanks to our guests, Dean Hammond and Adam Leach. We'll be back again on Saturday, so we'll see you then.